Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Two Cats in a Swivel Chair. I'm actually thinking about changing the name. If I can figure it out. This episode has two parts. I didn't realize I couldn't put segments into another episode, so we're just going to roll with it, but... First part are just some random thoughts, a story about my car, and a book I'm reading. Second part, I start talking about dating online, and whatever the fuck that means. So uh, without further ado, I bring to you two cats in a swivel chair. I just wanted to share with you a story just went to Trader Joe's, otherwise known as Trader Ho's, which always comes through with delicious food and contrary to popular belief, if you shop right, you can get pretty good deals there. Walked out 15 bucks for some bread, kombucha, and probably three or four meals worth of cauliflower fried rice. So I would say that's a good good deal. But anywho, so I pulled in, about to park, and this guy stops me. And I had to open my door because my window doesn't go down because it's dented. And he says, hey, man, do you want that dent fixed? Well, it's kind of a, a leading, what the fuck are you doing? There's somebody driving down the opposite way. What a fucking idiot. Christ, dude. Oh, no. No, don't let... no Nobody let that fucker in. Fuck you. What a chotch. Literally crossed the double yellow line. Made all the other fucking cars wait. What a fuck. Anywho, good thing I meditate. Otherwise, I'd be infuriated right now. I lost my train of thought. Um, yellow light... You gonna go? Sorry, y'all. I'm uh, I'm hands free. The phone's not in my hands, so technically, I'm not distracted by the phone. <sighs> okay, where was I? Ah, dude stops me. He says, "Do you want to get that dent fixed?" Obviously, who doesn't want their dents fixed? And that could be a euphemism for a lot of things, I think. But my brain's not working that way, so I'll just leave it up to the imagination. So I say yes. He says I can do it right now. I was like, I'm, I'm heading home. Like, what? I don't understand. He's like, I can literally do this in like an hour. I'm like, I don't have an hour. He's like, well, let me work on it while you're in there, and then we can talk. So I was like, cool. And he said 300 bucks, which the estimates I got. So needing to fix all this was like five grand. I was like, okay, for 300 bucks, I'll let you swing on my car. I came back out, and lo and behold, it looks fantastic. You hear that? I can put my window down like a real person. I love it. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of a serendipitous moment. 400 I gave him 475 because he did the other dent, plus a tip. Still a steal just like Trader Hoses of Steel. And, uh, yeah, my, my car looks good. 
and he said that he'll paint it for maybe 400 and do it all up for me. So I just, I see, it's a very kind of serendipitous moment, I would say. Uh, because it may be, you know, 500 bucks I didn't want to spend, but fixing the dents in my car in some way makes me feel better because now my car is a little bit more aesthetically pleasing and I can put my window down. Uh, it's kind of a comfort thing, but I don't know how to, I don't know what I'm trying to describe right now. Maybe it'll come to me, but yeah, random dude fixed my car for 500 bucks in the parking lot of Trader Joe's. Pretty awesome. I, uh, excuse me. I, uh, so I'm reading this book, The Power of Now. You may have heard of it by Eckhart Tolle. I think that's how you say it. My therapist recommended recommended it to me, and so far, pretty good. I'm enjoying it. But, uh, I read this part. It says, "Mm, the most common ego identifications have to do with possessions, the work you do, social status and recognition, knowledge and education, physical appearance, special abilities, relationships, personal and family history, belief systems, and often also political, nationalistic, racial, religious, and other collective identifications. None of these is you. And I went on this random (coughs) tangent in my head. I think... I don't even know how to say this. On the surface, we're all differentiated for different reasons with how we identify religiously, politically, nationality, race. But I think maybe sometimes we identify with that and these different external collective ideas and we identify with it and then create a sense that that is the deep part of who we are when really these are all superfluous and external and the deeper you go into yourself it starts to do away with all those individual identifications And then you get to a point where we're all the same and we're not so different. And we can see ourselves for who we are. As in, it's the fabric of this reality that creates that realistic illusion that we're separate. But it's in that separateness that we are able to utilize the reflections, utilize the differentiations to come to a point of more acceptance and less judgment and expectations. And I think as you start to like look in on yourself and figure out the psychology and your emotions that those judgments and expectations start to drop 
away and those identifications to where then you see other people as how you see yourself and I don't know where I was going with that. Something else interesting the book said that I find uh, pretty cool. I don't know if I can find it. It said emotions are the your body's reaction to your mind. So, and it the I this the whole idea he's talking about is to. quit identifying with your mind and so what do you say the emotions are where the physical body and the mind meet so often our body or maybe always tells us what our mind is thinking and it shows us the parts that we might want to work on or should work on. And I think it's in ignoring those hard emotions and different things that come up. We're also ignoring the thought process that created it. So it's kind of a cool little tool to utilize for the whole process of diving deep into yourself. Yeah. It's a pretty awesome book so far. I'm about to get into chapter three. But yeah, there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, the power of now. Okay. I was having thoughts. Deep thoughts this morning. (sighs) I think I've tried to record this three times already. And for various reasons, it keeps failing. So I'm going to try one more time to get this idea out, but it's so much. It's all connected by way of personal energy. I've noticed that I will let, at least I did last night, I let somebody interrupt my conversation and pull my energy away from a conversation I was having that, that I, having that I wanted to have. So there was that moment, recognize that, I'll work on it. Personal energy, maintaining, being more conscious and intentional with my personal energy. So then I started thinking about relationships and what it is specifically I want in a relationship. And I'm not so sure because I don't have much context in intimate relationships. But if I could say what I don't want, what I, I don't want a relationship if it doesn't push me or inspire me to be better, if it doesn't add value to my life and if the overarching life plans don't match up 
in some way, which sounds quite analytical, but I'm not willing to sacrifice what I want to do for somebody else. Simple as that. And so I, th- I think what I've been trying to figure out is how do I put that out? How do I put that out there? How do I have that kind of conversation when you first meet somebody? Because in my mind, I don't want to go out with somebody to get to know them if at the end of it, and maybe that's the whole point of just doing that. But it seems so long and drawn out. It's it's a different scenario when you're dating off the apps and when you meet somebody organically in real life. Um, and I, I'm sure you can get into the psychological differences, but as far as the app's concerned, it's very analytical. So why not move the cats are crazy why not move through those moments with an analytical concept and then go from there I think it's it's different so it's going to be different and if you go on the app looking for that organic type of feeling that you get when you meet somebody in real life um yeah I don't I don't see it working out at least not for me so, yeah, because there's what I was having conflicting thoughts earlier, but getting to, it's like date off the app, you meet somebody, but it's almost like you're, you're having to date them to get to know them to decide if you really want to get to know them because it's just so disconnected, I guess. You know, on the app where it's like, it's like, I like your picture and I like what you say about yourself via text. So let's try this. And then you maybe have a conversation over text. And it's just, it's not, you miss that whole being able to read the emotionality and the energy of somebody in the moment, which I think plays a lot to um, comfortability and rapport and you really you can get a good sense of somebody but when you're meeting somebody off the app they're super guarded the first time you meet there's this weird kind of what are the intentions what's going on here and it, it it can either be really fun or it can be really boring or it can be horrible it's just I don't know it's it's weird because it's new and it's interesting so that's where I'm at just trying to figure out if I can how can I be more rational or analytical or stop focusing so much on like the future of it all hmm it's got more to work through on this one But till next time, see ya. Okay, so it's two parts, if I'm thinking about it correctly. There's the initial do we vibe moment that I think inner knowing kind of sense, reading the energies this could work, we could actually hang out and get along. 
And then there is the deeper, um, what's the word, recognition or feeling out if this could work for a serious relationship and dating type of situation. So in the context of online dating, the initial moment of, oh, we could vibe, we could, this might work, I think is probably just, uh, you got to go on those first dates. Because I don't think you can really get that sense from texting and swiping right. Um, but on that note, Would it be pertinent or not super awkward or would it be odd to come up with a list of questions that I find important for myself in a long-term situation and put those out there from the get-go and if that resonates with somebody, then we can go on the first date. And I think there's, I, you know, I don't know how to explain that, but it, in my head, it feels like, it feels like that would relinquish some bullshit, because like, it's like, uh, I just I have a hard time seeing the point of going on a first date if you have zero idea if you're actually interested in pursuing this person. Because like meeting in real life, you get that, you get that, um, that uh, uh, energy reading, that interaction, and you know, pretty much instantaneously, or after a few minutes of hanging out, that, oh, we could get along, let's go out and, and get to know each other. But you don't get that. And so it's almost feels like a waste of time when you go on a first date and it's just like like you don't even really like get along like there's no kind of excitement there's no connection there yeah because i mean this happened to me the other day i went on a first date and there was just like mm, just nothing there she was kind of boring on the app the texting was cordial and I think for me when she responded after I said that I work weekends that kind of got me excited because usually when I say yeah I work weekends and we kind of get to that point where this is what I do for my work and my job uh, I get unmatched or they stopped responding which I get it makes sense so yeah uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try I, I might try to come up with a a list of pertinent things. I think that'd be a good idea too, because then that forces me to like think about what it is I actually want in a relationship. And when I say that, I'm thinking in terms of of 
life situation. I, I don't know how to explain this, but it's like, okay, for, for me, it's a lifelong goal and dream to make Airbnbs. Uh, snowboarding is a huge part of my life. Like, I will always be snowboarding. Eventually, one day, probably living on a mountain so I can go snowboarding all season. Or at the very least, be making enough money that I can just go whenever I want, wherever I want. I mean, that's that's the dream right there. But I think there's these important things that I am not willing to give up for the sake of being with somebody. And if being with somebody means that I can't go snowboarding or I don't can't pursue building Airbnbs or I can't pursue and do these other things that I'm really into, then uh, I just, I, for me, I don't, that doesn't, the sacrifice isn't worth it. And maybe it's not worth it because I've never really experienced that kind of relationship with that deep, intimate connection. But I, that's just, that's just me. That's where I'm at. So, yeah. Onward and upward at Tally Ho, everybody. All right, this next part is uh, about the online dating. And I have a feeling that um, this conversation uh, will be ongoing a little bit further. I guess I'll just take you through my process and tell you what I figure out. But... um, Here goes nothing. That concludes this episode. Two cats and a swivel chair. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen. I'll miss you. I love you for now. Goodbye.